0: It's Wednesday, the best day. Welcome to the episode of Calm Conversations. I have a very, very special guest with me. Someone who personally inspires me. She's strong physically and mentally. She's created, she used to create workout videos. She creates YouTube videos and she's currently creating slash growing, I should say, her own brand, The Reborn Club, Um, Tova Wagenstein. Vag- <laughs> That's it, right? Did I say it right?
1: Wegenstein.
0: Wegenstein. <laughs> I, I I butchered. I practice people. I'm sorry. Welcome to the podcast, Tova. How are you doing today?
1: Thank you so much. I'm doing well. I'm in all the way in BC. So it's yeah, only yeah. 10 a.m. here. So <laughs> hey. I'm like living my best life while it's 1 p.m. your time. So I'm technically in the past and you're in the future. So it's just morning here, but good so far. It's a ha- sunny, sunny, awesome. nice day.
0: Yeah, sorry, say that like, last part.
1: It's a sunny and nice day. Which is rare.
0: Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sunny here too.
1: That's good. I mean, at least in the West Coast, it's usually rainy. So it's been yeah. raining for the whole week. And so today that it's sunny, I'm like, it's an amazing day to be alive. awesome. Yo,
0: I heard it doesn't, I heard it doesn't like, doesn't snow there i mean you haven't experienced it yet cuz you're just getting there but
1: it yeah does right. it doesn't snow nearly as much as ontario it just rains like a lot and yeah, it doesn't yeah. get cold either which is good but it just oh, you like exchange the snow and the beautiful like blizzards that you can get for just raining yeah but it's really pretty
0: are you were you like a big skier and like snowboarder is that like an issue for you now that there's no snow over there
1: um no <laughs> like whistler oh. is like no like it's known for snowing uh, snowboarding and skiing out west Mm -hmm. so if you go to whistler like the mountains are filled with snow so okay you're fine it's you're good i I just started getting into it anyways so i don't really care that much i'm not not that good at it so yeah we'll see (laughs)
0: okay good so i don't think you knew this but like i was i was like doing like the research like because i wanted to like i was researching like, your instagram page and also just trying to remember like everything like but like did you know it was like three years ago today not today but three years ago maybe i'd say like a week week it was when we became like friends on instagram like it just happened to be that perfect timing really it was like 2018 like o- october 15th around that time
1: wow, I can- wow. three we- years ago that's crazy that i've known you for that long but that's also crazy because we were in school together, and that's crazy to think I was in university three years ago. Yeah. And now I'm like out here like living my best life.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where you realize that like, time flies, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's and insane. Little con- oh,
0: sorry, was I going to say? And I was just saying that's
1: insane.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, just to give a little context on like the three years ago thing, it, it all like came from the whole... Um, you remember the whole, what's it called, uh, Lift Toronto Gymshark thing? Yes yeah yeah it was all it was all around that and like for the people just to explain there was like this whole event it was like gymshark day i guess they were like
1: bringing the pop to Canada yeah or was it
0: just like a pop-up
1: it was just a pop-up shop like okay two-day thing where the athletes came to Toronto and it was like a meet yeah. and greet but then they left after that they were doing like a world tour or something like that
0: yeah yeah, yeah. And how how'd you find that? Just I just want like I'm leading somewhere with that with this. So like do you remember that event? Like do you remember like your experience or whatnot?
1: I remember the event. Like I don't remember like, anything. a <laughs> lot about it. Like I remember going and meeting like Nikki Blacketer and Steve Cook and yeah, like yeah. those people. But like I can't remember
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't blame you. It was. I think the reason why it really stuck with me. I mean, it was three years ago, and like I just. I don't really remember much of it to be honest either. Like I'm. I barely remember being in there once I got in there, but I just specifically remember because like I was coming from Ottawa, and like it's like a five-hour trip, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get there early" because I feel like this line's gonna be crazy long. Yeah. I got there at like 5 a.m. It was like on a Sunday, and it wasn't supposed to. The doors were supposed to be open until like like 10 or something. Yeah. And I got there and I was like, okay, there's like nobody there, it's 5 a.m. Let me go get some food, come back. And when I came back, the line was down like two streets.
1: Yeah, I remember I, I remember coming at like 6 a.m. myself and yeah. um, like I was in line for five, four or five hours. Oh really? Yeah. Damn. Like it, it was just <laughs> like, it was the craziest thing and I didn't get to meet all the athletes either because mm-hmm. of like, I didn't get in until one, I think. It was just crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then okay. that that was like, that moment was like, I want to be one of them. I want people yeah, yeah, to wait yeah. in line for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know it's so funny when you think about it. Like, obviously, like, everyone has, like, people they look up to and, like, inspiration, but, like, so many of us were just, like, lined up just for hours just to take pictures with, like, these people. And we yeah. were, like, so gassed about it.
1: And they're just humans. Like, they're yeah, literally just know. you and me and we are waiting in line for hours on end to meet another human it just goes to show how influential people can be nah, like that nah, you, can, that you can literally wait in line for up to 10 hours and have no problem with it because you are I
0: Go on. we're talking about this event but we need to meet at that event like we we're both just like at the event and like a lot of the people because like again i'll break it down like the whole way like that we became friends is because we started like a a group called like the fit F- it was called the fit fam i think, fit it, was fam. Fit fam, I right? think it was super
1: basic like that nothing, nothing yeah, so that's, that's
0: <laughs> but like basically the premise of it was like i remember like it was like me and my friend abdullah mm-hmm. we like connected like with marcus and mm-hmm. um that light skin guy <laughs> that was his, his instagram tag and we we're all just like oh, okay like we're all in toronto let's like bring like all of our friends and like put them all into one group and it was like it was i guess like that that Gymshark thing was kind of like the press where everyone was just like, Oh, like we met all these people. So everyone was trying to bring each other together and stuff like that.
1: And it was originally actually, um, I don't know who started it, but it was like an engagement group. Remember? Yeah. And yeah. we were like trying to, cause back then, like three years ago, engagement groups were way more common before we figured out it was super harmful oh, to the algorithm and whatnot. But, it was like okay the whole premise was like comment you know we'll send an emoji in the group when we post something and then we'll go comment and like on your photo and then i guess as the time went on we realized like we genuinely enjoyed each other's content and we realized we were all from toronto or like the gta and i that's when we just decided like let's have a gym meetup. And then didn't we have our first one at Crunch Fitness?
0: Yeah, I, was, I wrote that down. I was going to say, yeah, uh, Crunch Fitness. I was wearing my Cheeks for Weeks shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and I you remember were, that.
1: I think you were, like, one of the first people to come in, and then Marcus was, like, super late, and everybody else, yeah. like, and it was me yeah. and Kiki, and then Leah, I think. Yeah. No, and she wasn't that. there that
0: time. She wasn't there that time. There was another time it was, like, you and, like, Marcus or whatever, because, like, Cause yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't end up meeting them. But yeah, the, we, there was like a bunch of people like that time. We like took pictures and stuff like that.
1: It's just crazy.
0: I think because I was someone like, I don't know about like your, you personality wise, even like before that, or even like, but when I came from Ottawa into like Toronto and stuff, like I had like a couple friends, but like, I didn't have that many friends. So like me, like, and like I was coming was pretty shy. So, like, the, just the idea, like, if I told myself in high school, like, you're going to go and hang out with, like, literally, like, maybe, like, 12 strangers, that would have, like, scared the shit out of me. I would have made some excuse not to go. But, yeah. like, I just, like, went for I think it's just because, like, I knew you guys all, like, were really into fitness. So, I was like, okay, we all bond on fitness. It's probably not going to be awkward. I know, I know you, was
1: sense. It. you got a sense from the group chat already I feel like we all got a sense that we weren't like weirdos or psychopaths or something meeting up and like we all shared the similar interests which I always found easier like whenever I met up with a friend or like just diving right deep when I was single and went on any kind of like tinder dates or whatever I would always make it to the gym because it was like you have that mutual bond that you can always yeah, that's true. like. I don't know, you can just bond on the gym, I would be like, let's go to the gym, we both feel comfortable there, so that's why I feel like we bonded so well, because it was like, let's just talk fitness, let's go to the gym, where we feel ourselves yeah. already, and then we can be friends off that.
0: It just makes sense.
1: It just, it ju- it just fits, it's like a puzzle piece, that fits into place. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> So yeah, so I just wanted, to, I wanted to bring that up just to like, give people like, understand like, where, how we met and everything, and like, I... I want to talk about your business, but I slowly want to like transition because like there was a, there was a path that led you there. And obviously you were a personal trainer before and uh, like what, obviously before you became a personal trainer and got into all the gym stuff, like what was the thing that like pulled you into fitness? Like what you got you like initially into working out?
1: Well, I was not healthy at all before. Like I would just, my diet consisted of like pizza and chicken fingers and mac and cheese and chicken Caesar wraps. Like that was like, (laughs) to be specific, that was like my diet. And it was like my parents, everyone kind of told me, you know, maybe you should go to the gym, come on a walk with me, come do this workout with me. And it was always a no, 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 no. Until I hit high school. And I think that hit me hard because I had braces and I was chubby and I definitely felt like I was the outcast. And there was multiple times where I feel like people... (laughs) like, would make fun of me, and I had a bunch of pages where people would, like, put ugly photos of me up on there, and I just felt like it was time for me to make a change, and a gym right in front of my house opened, and it was, like, a community center, and my whole family joined, so it was, like, it wasn't, like, just me, it was my whole family, and that's why I think I joined, because it was easier to, because I had the influences of my family pushing me. And for the first year, I went, like, my whole workout routine was 30 minutes on the treadmill and 30 minutes on the elliptical, and then I would go home because I was so scared to touch weights. I was so scared to do anything. And I would still eat my chicken fingers, my chicken Caesar wrap. Like, I would still eat those things. So I was not doing anything. Like, I wasn't losing any weight or anything like that. And then I would say it was, like, end of grade 10, beginning of grade 11, that my brother was, like, come to the... Like lifting area with me, and like, let's lift some weights. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, sure. At least I have my brother with me, so I can do it.
0: Feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then I started incorporating weights into my training. Like, I did maybe like four or five times a week with weights. And then I also Mm -hmm. did cardio on the side and I cleaned up my eating. And I literally lost like 60, 70 pounds just from doing that for like a year to two years.
0: Oh, say that last part again. Like you cut out, you cut out a bit.
1: Oh, I was saying I lost 60 to 70 pounds within that year, like within like a year and a half, I guess, just from the weightlifting and the cardio. And obviously I went back to school the beginning of grade 11 and Mm. everyone noticed and I got started, like I was treated differently, I guess, you know, Mm. maybe a second look towards my (laughs) way, and I guess that was when I realized like this is this is good and then people were like how'd you do it tell me your tips then I started my fitness Instagram to show my fitness journey and everything like that and then I guess throughout the journey of it all I realized I want to make this into my living and teach other people Mm. how to make the same transition like I want to save the girl who has poor body image and gets bullied at school and I want to save her and turn her into a goddess, (laughs) per se, so that was how I started it. And then I got my first personal training job at the same gym where I started my fitness journey. So it all was like bittersweet and turned around and everybody knew me there from when I was bigger. So mm, that's pretty much how I got into personal training.
0: (laughs) That's awesome, man. I had no idea. This is the first time I heard that story. Like, I've seen, like, obviously on Instagram page, you'd show like, all your progress pics and stuff like that. Yeah. But I didn't know, like, the, like, the deeper part of, like, uh, well, I didn't know what you were eating before and, like, even just, like, because, like, what you mentioned is, like, it's something that a lot of people go through, obviously, just, like, when you're new, completely new to the gym, like, you're just, like, okay, I'm just going to do, like, this thing and, like, everything just seems intimidating, right? It's a whole new place, just, like, with anything when you start something new. So it's uh, it's definitely, like, relatable to hear that kind of stuff because a lot of people don't realize. They always think it's just, like, it's just them, right? It's just, like, everyone in here is looking at me, but it's, like, majority part, like, unless you're someone that's like, that you can tell that they work out all the time, majority of other people are, are just as nervous and anxious and, like, oh, I don't know if I'm doing
1: They're this They're right. so consumed by their own thoughts that they don't look your way, and I had to explain that to so many of my female clients when I was doing personal training at the gym because I was, like, listen, you think I knew – how to do a deadlift the moment I walked into the gym at like 13 years old, do you think I knew? I had no clue, like I didn't even touch it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nobody, half the people here who have been training for five years still don't know how to do a deadlift. Like their form <laughs> is terrible. So they don't yeah. care about how you look or like what you're doing. I think it's important mm-hmm. that people realize like everybody starts somewhere. You don't just wake yeah. up being a freaking goddess. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to work for <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> no, it's true. And, um, how, how did you get into, um, what's it called? Um, well, well, who like told you about like being a personal trainer as like a thing. Was that like something you just like realized that like, oh, I just, I want to help other people or did someone say like, Hey, would you ever want to think about doing this? Or that was like a completely thing on your own.
1: Nobody said like that per se but i got the influence from the trainers at my gym because i was like i want to work at this gym i want to be a trainer and what hit it for me was like the gym had like on the uniforms it said trainer on the back and i was like i want to wear this so bad Yes, i want to wear the trainer on the back like that to me was everything and i remember i was I was working out till, our gym closed at 10 p.m. and I was working out till 10 p.m. and I was friends with one of the trainers at the time or friendly with one of them and they were like do you want to help me clean and I was like I would love to and then I was like can I put on the shirt and they like they let me put on the trainer shirt and that was like my moment of truth. I was like I feel the shirt like I own this shirt like I need to do this. And the rules to become a trainer, you have to be 18 and you have to finish high school. So I Mm. couldn't become a trainer until the end of grade 12, I guess. But that was like the summer from grade 12 into university. I just got my personal training license and I was a trainer throughout all of university. So for the like four years, the summer into the four years of university and after university.
0: And how did you find like the balance of being a trainer in like university? Was it?
1: It was fine. No, it was fine. You know why? Because you as a trainer, you make your own schedule. So Mm. it's not like you have to work nine to five, you could do like, 7am to 12. And then you could go to school, which is what I did. And then you can come home and do eight to 10 or seven to 10. And I found that like fairly easy because If you were too overwhelmed with work, you would just cancel on your client. Like it's not like you're going to get penalized from calling in sick to work. It's just I think I think being a personal trainer is one of the most perfect jobs for university students because you just get to fit them into your schedule. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend it.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And I think I want you to speak on like just like because a lot of people don't realize it. Because like well they're just not personal trainers so, like I, but um just speak on like like having a client and like that connection that like you kind of build with, with them and what it what it feels like and like when you when you help them like accomplish something like just like speak on that
1: yeah having a client is like probably one of the most rewarding things ever because I remember this one client and she was on antidepressants and she mm. had terrible body image and. We only were training for like less than three months, but I remember within the first month and a bit, she told me that she threw out all of her antidepressants like down the toilet because she started like finally feeling good from working out and she wasn't taking them for a while. And that for me was like such an important moment because I realized like not only the impact of fitness, but the impact of like me as a trainer, pushing a client to be their best self and supporting them, like making sure that their needs are met. And that's when I realized like how important and how wonderful it is to have a client. They listen to you. It's like, you're their mom. Like they listen to you. They trust you. A lot of people get a personal trainer and they don't know anything. Right. So whatever you say is like the absolute truth to them. And it just makes you feel like, or in my case, it made me feel like so influential. Like this is, I can, I have the possibility to change someone's life. And in this case, I feel like I changed a portion of their life. The fact that they have the ability to throw out their antidepressants and work out in exchange is amazing. I would take Mm -hmm. something natural and healthy, like working out over pills any day. Oh, yeah,
0: 100%.
1: Like, it just, I don't know. That was a very turning point for me. But I've also made so many friendships from having a client. Like, there's Mm -hmm. one girl I talked to, Michelle, and she was like, We would gossip all the time. Of course I would make her do her work, but like the entire time (laughs) gossiping, like we would always talk. I would learn about her relationship and her friends and school and she was going into university and I don't know, you can make like, I feel like personal training can go further than five more reps. It's like, it's a friendship and it's like, it's an awesome job. And now it's making me miss it.
0: yeah yeah, yeah. now i wasn't even trying to like (laughs) i'm like trying to make like make you like like dwell or everything on the past but just like it's just part of your story you know what i mean so i just wanted people to understand like where you're coming from kind of thing but no i completely understand what you mean though because it's like i remember like in my early like stage of personal training because even like what you were talking about because like i didn't want it to be like all right five more reps just like screaming at them or whatever so i remember at the the first gym i worked at i remember the the owner of the gym would always be like yo dion like you're training them well but like you're also like making them stay longer because you talk too long like because then you just get wrapped in it you're just like yeah. the workout's done and you're just talking for an extra 20 minutes he's like yo, yeah you're talking to them too long we gotta get the next class and i'm like oh yeah my bad because like, you just get in it you know what i mean you're just talking to another human like i'm not just like I'm gonna be a robot and just be like, all right, next, next, leave, you know what I mean? Like you just start talking to them, you get a bond with them once they yeah. start in a couple of times and it's just like, no, it's my friend now. I'm not just like, I don't want them to just leave now.
1: Exactly, it's like, to. this is my friend. Like, we're hanging yeah. out. <laughs> I mean, they're paying me, but we're hanging out. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, you try not to mention, you try not to bring that part up, but it's just yeah. like a paying friendship, but.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I miss it. You
0: did mention that we went to the same university, which is funny because um, we didn't even know it until like, I got posted a video and you're like, wait, like, yeah, I don't know if you remember because I was like on like the little bike in one of the lab rooms like, oh, wait, Guelph-Humber, we go to the same school, which is hilarious that we didn't know that we went to the same school.
1: No, because that was after <laughs> our gym meetup too, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. And we just had
1: no clue that we were. And like in context, our school is completely like it's four stories and so small. So oh, it's it was like tiny. it would be hard not to miss each other at school I mean. because it's it's like it's just tiny. Like our university yeah. experience was almost like a. High, it's probably like a high school in America. That was probably like a high schools <laughs> in America were probably the same size as our university. Definitely. So yeah, and then the fact when I realized that we went to the same one, I got so excited because I was like, "Oh, easy, just meet me at the cafeteria or meet me at the library." Like, yeah. it's so that. <laughs> just one.
0: I was just had to once. do with schedule. That's had to do with scheduling and stuff. But <laughs> you, your program was like was like psych, right? Yeah. Psychology. Yeah, what, what, cause like you were, as you were like in high school and stuff, you got like really into like fitness and stuff. So, like, what made you go into psych instead of like doing like kinesiology or doing like uh, fitness and health or something? What made you go to psych?
1: Psych was something I wanted to go to way before I even wanted to become a personal trainer, honestly. Oh, okay. It was like, it was something from high school that I, like, I remember talking to some of my friends and I had no clue what I wanted to do as the average high schooler doesn't know what to do. And my one of my friends brought up psychology and and he was like, um, you know, it's all about the brain and the mind and all those things. And to me, that was fascinating. But in like a magical way, it wasn't fascinating in like a textbook way. It was like, I want to go into psychology so I could figure out my mind and my issues and like why I think this way and like why I get sad and then I wanna apply Mm -hmm. it to my friends, like that was why I went into it rather than like thinking about a career with it. I went into it for like selfish reasons. Yeah. Um, But I mean the underlying reason as to why I went into psychology was always for myself. It was always to understand my feelings and my mind better and why I do the Mm. things I do and why the people I love do the things that they do and like I don't I would I don't I wouldn't change it for anything like I feel like I embody psychology like I feel like I wouldn't do well in kinesiology I just feel like I fit in psychology so Ah,
0: no I, I get you and like the psychology is really cool because they make us take because I was in I was in two programs. Like the only reason I ended up at Golf Humber is because like I was at Algonquin. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a whole bridging thing. And we took and there was psychology at both at both places. So I like when I was in like those one psychology classes, like, yo, this stuff's like really interesting. Like when you see when you all the, like the little um all the little tests that they do and stuff like that and, and it's just like, oh man, like it's just weird to think like like, there's, like, just certain things, like, behaviors that humans have, like, just like, that we all share. Yeah. Like, when you're young, you don't really think about it. You think everyone's, like, different, and we all are different in our own way. But, like, we all diff- like have, like, these little links, these little, just, like, human things that just everyone has. And then, yeah, I don't know, it's just...
1: We're more similar than, like, you could think. And, yeah. I don't know, psychology brings that together. And it just brings together, like, why we all think the way we think. Like, what mm. all the processes and steps in your mind like how it happens in order for you to yeah. get the impression that you do off of something and then you mm-hmm. realize like we're all similar I I think it really helps with my day-to-day life so I love
0: yeah, yeah. psychology. <laughs> no, 100%. Like I it, you what would you say like you took from that program? Like not necessarily like um you don't have to like take a specific like lesson you learned but just like Taking, I guess, I'll, I guess we'll wrap it into like university. What would you say you learned from like a uni- university experience? Like what you took from it? it doesn't have to be like I crazy can't,
1: deep. I like. can't like fake it and say my university experience was awesome because like.
0: Yeah, 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 just be honest. It
1: wasn't, but I, I think more than anything like. I think university was average. I wouldn't say I learned anything. Like maybe if I went somewhere abroad and like had a dorm, it would probably be different. But like, I I can't even say that I took away anything. I didn't even take away friends from my university experience. Like I didn't take away much, but I did take away from like psychology. I took away like honestly how to understand people and like learn to like rationalize and i yeah. feel like it makes me really good at problem solving and it makes me good at conflict and it makes me good mm. at con- like communication and just reading someone like i i feel like i can read people better and read the room better mm. and if someone gets upset at me i feel like i can understand <laughs> yeah. from their eyes and then up- like make my responses appropriate to like feed them what they want to hear to mm. like lower the problem or whatever so i yeah. feel like i've learned how to be the more intelligent person in the room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I definitely think that, like, there's a lot of electives and different classes I took, like, in psychology that taught me just how to be a little bit more mindful, I guess. Mm. So that's what I mean, a lot of practical skills. Sorry? I said it, it was just a lot of practical skills, honestly.
0: Okay. yeah. And did you get what you were looking for? Because you said you went into because you wanted to understand like your mind and like uh, yeah. did you find like you got yeah. what you were looking for for the most part.
1: Yeah, I think like looking back now, now that I'm graduated for a couple years, I would definitely say I I got what I was looking for. I don't know yeah. if I would continue my education. I feel like there's a lot you can learn in terms of psychology without going to school, but yeah, I I, I wouldn't change it for a thing. Like I wouldn't. I don't regret going to school. I don't regret four years of of university like it i i enjoy it and i learned a lot okay
0: yeah. all right now there's there's one more thing i want to talk about before we get to the big thing though obviously the rebrand club that's the main thing i want to talk about but there's one more like transition you did like the the ep labs thing right that's the, that was the name of the brand right ep labs EHP. Yeah, oh, E H P. Yeah, I forgot the
1: H. <laughs> <laughs> EHP. Yeah, e P. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> what, what was that experience like? Like, I guess like being part of like a brand. Because a lot of people don't experience that. A lot of people, it's like got it's almost kind of rare. Like in the fitness industry, it almost seems kind of common. Like everyone's got like a sponsor. and But like most people aren't sponsored. Like you got to be, you were sponsored. You're part of something. So like, what was that experience like?
1: It was awesome. I mean, I'm still sponsored. I'm still with um, my protein, um, but. Yeah. The BHP Labs was my very first supplement company that I, I would say... I don't know. It wasn't really a sponsor. It was like a okay. brand ambassador, but I still, okay. things, two, I still got two things. I still got three things. So yeah. regardless That's of... The, like I, I didn't get a salary because when you're sponsored, you usually get like a salary on top oh, okay. of your three things, but I, I got free supplements sent to me. I got to be at the Toronto pro super show, which is where I saw you again. And that yeah. for me, was like, I would, I always dreamed to work at the Toronto pro and yeah. And your sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and And like being with a supplement company and within my first year of working with them to be able to go to the Toronto pro super show, a huge fitness expo. That was really, really exciting for me. So I mean, working with them, it was just, a flex. It was like yeah, yeah. like, yeah, I don't have to pay for my protein, my pre-workout, like n- none of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to pay for it. And it set a bar mm-hmm. for me for sure. Because after that I was like, I don't want to like, I want to continue to work with brands. Like I don't want to settle yeah, yeah, yeah. when I know that like my content is useful and mm. is valued. It's like, I feel like I could always work with someone. And then from yeah. there I just got more partnerships because I was able to keep EHP labs in my bio and it shows like I'm credible. I guess my protein like you just don't get the same networking opportunity I feel like because I don't know any of the athletes here in Canada I don't even know if there are many athletes here in Canada, so it's different, but I you you learn something from From every brand that you work with but I'm very very lucky and very privileged because I get to say I haven't paid for protein in literally like four years or five years like yeah. that's a big expense yeah. that I
0: save on yeah. it, can, it can get expensive yeah. it definitely yeah. can get expensive yeah. that's a heavy flex but this is a perfect segue this is why I want to talk about the EHP Labs thing because we've been talking about brands 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 and you started your own brand Yeah. so let's speak on it Rebo- the Reborn Club um, what inspired you to to do this
1: um so, I'll start from the beginning. Basically, what inspired me was the lack of work <laughs> because we were all in lockdown, as everybody's familiar with COVID, and I lost mm-hmm. all fitness jobs I you had.
0: You launched, like, in, in January, right? Just to be...
1: Yeah, I started lost. this at the end of January. Okay. Yeah. I right,
0: started continuing. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So, I lost my personal training job and then I got hired as a fitness manager in Mississauga for a corporate gym and I was working there for two months and then got fired because they the gym closed. So I got like well not fired but like temporarily laid off. Um, we all we all got laid off just freaking like ow, oh, but <laughs> yeah, and then um I was relying on SERB and I was like I'm so bored. I don't know what to do. And then I saw some, like a friend of mine who I follow on Instagram, and she came out with her own merch for her coffee brand. And I was like, that is so smart. Like, what if I just came out with merch for my stuff? Because I always had sayings like, I love your energy, and can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, you can swear. Okay, (laughs) and manifest that shit. Like, that was always like my sayings like i would always talk about manifesting so i i was like oh like now i have like the gears going what if i turn that into a shirt so originally i was like let's just make this into like merch for toe fitness because i wanted to keep toe fitness blowing up and just have like merch on the side um so i bought a Cricut, which is like a professional cutting machine it's a very smart cutting machine and i bought a heat press Yeah, it was like $400, (laughs) yeah. And then I bought a key press, which was like $200. And then t-shirts, like my first investment was just about like $800, $900. And this was just like arts and crafts. Like this was just like hoping I make something in return. Um, And I came out with my new, like the two shirts. I made one of each. I made a manifest that shit shirt and I love your energy shirt. And then i put it out for like a pre-order which is like here's what the item is i collect the money and i collect the sizes and then i order it in and make it myself and then i yeah. ship it out um so i did it with the expectation that i would get like maybe 10 people who like wanted my shirts um and turns out 30 people wanted my shirts and I made, yeah. I made everything i put into the machinery and then like an extra couple hundred and like pocketed and i was like yeah. wow hold up like maybe this yeah. could be a business um mm-hmm. and then i continued to sell the manifest that shit and i love your energy long sleeves and then eventually just decided what if i started a website like i didn't want to i wanted to just handle everything via instagram dms and then i was like people like that i don't know that i don't follow like." were like, oh my God, I saw this person wearing your shirt. They told me it was your brand. Are you still selling it? And then that's where I was yeah. like, oh crap, maybe I should start like a website. Mm-hmm. So then I started my Shopify website and I created it and everything. And I started putting my shirts on there. And then the very first day that I launched my website, I think I made like $800 in sales or something. Oh, snap. yeah. And I was like, wow, like what is going on here? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, everybody thought it was just gonna be like a one-time thing, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. you're lucky, you get these sales, everyone's gonna support you, you know, your friends and your family are gonna support you at the beginning, and then it's gonna pass, and go down, like, that's what I I thought, that's what everybody thought. Um, But Mm -hmm. nonetheless, I just was like, let's just keep going. Um,
0: Yeah, try the momentum. What? No, I'm keep riding the momentum.
1: yeah exactly like i the momentum was definitely there so i was like let's just keep trying it out and then i came Damn. out with new designs and more people bought and then my iconic one was my hoodie and it says i'm so grateful for you and at this point we've sold like over six or seven hundred hoodies of these but Damn. like i remember my first launch i came up with like 20 of them because yeah. i was like i don't think that How many people are gonna buy who knows and it sold out within like two minutes <laughs> and Jeez. i made like my first thousand dollars in sales and like in one day wow. and i was like wow i think we're doing something right here yeah
0: and <laughs> let's keep um, going
1: yeah let's keep going and that was also <laughs> like i gave that job to someone else like, that was professionally printed i sourced out um, a screen printer to do all the work because I was like, I don't yeah. want to do it anymore, it's too time consuming. And yeah, then, I smart. mean, long story short, I just kept going with those hoodies. Like, that hoodie was my most popular, and that hoodie was where I got all my customers now. I feel like because yeah. I, sh- I shared it on TikTok, and hmm.
0: I said that those hoodies are fresh. I got one.
1: I know. You do have one. They're comfy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the, like our most like it's our best seller and it's yeah. why I think I'm where I am. Like if I didn't come up with that hoodie, I don't think my brand would have blown up to where it is today. Like that hoodie, mm. no matter what, I just had a uh, launch 2 days ago and it almost sold out like this is all i have like
0: whatever's here yeah, was, like i'm i'm ordering a pair of those joggers i saw them like i saw when he initially said these are coming out i was like oh i like them. yeah I like they're
1: dogs. sick they're and sick like,
0: now they're out i'm ordering a pair yeah <laughs> i'm getting a black pair <laughs> there so this is what literal. we have left just this one two yeah
1: um, i like
0: the, i like the printing on it. it's like a cool it's a cool design it
1: is yeah so oh, i have a
0: question though what is um what like what does the word like manifest mean to you? Because like that's like a big part of it. Like where did that um connection with manifest come from?
1: It came from a book, so I read The Secret by Rhonda Barnes yeah. and that was I've like heard
0: of it, but I've
1: it. It's a really good book, and I definitely recommend anybody to read it. And she talks about the law of attraction. Um and the law of attraction and manifesting just go hand in hand. And it's not anything yeah. like magical it's not anything like that the average person can't do it's just putting out what you want into the universe and knowing it'll come back not like without any doubt it's not hoping it'll come back it's knowing it'll come to you
0: and obviously putting in the work
1: and obviously putting in the work yeah but it goes hand in hand like i feel like the moment that you're like i want to be a successful youtuber you're not just going to sit back and be like it's going to come to me. You're going to obviously put out YouTube videos because that's what you want. So that's why I'm saying like, it's not anything magical. It's just in the mindset. It's a mindset switch that is like, I'm going to make, you know, a million dollars this year. And then you know, you're going to make it. So you do all the work knowing in your head that you're going to make it. And that's what pushes you to do it. And you have this good attitude. So to me, that's what manifest means. It just means like, putting something out there knowing you're gonna like and knowing it's gonna happen and relaxing yeah. like not knowing you know it might happen tomorrow it might happen in a year from now when the time is right it'll happen but knowing that it will it's just mindset yeah. it's re- that's really all it is and just attracting oh. the good yeah. like i like to make sure that before even my my launches for my brand that I'm in a good headspace because I feel like if I'm positive and in a good headspace, I'm gonna attract similar things. And if I'm positive about my like my launch and I feel good about it, then I'm gonna attract you know people who want the same thing. If I feel really negative and like I'm not excited about my launch, I feel like that's gonna show through social media and show through on things, and then I'm not gonna get the response I want. So. I just think it's it's i think it's really simple at the end
0: of the day no i mean what you're saying is like it's because I, I i took i took a class i forget what it was called in university we had a class is all about the brain and stuff and what you're what you're talking about is like it, it, it's real like if it's just like you you reshaped your mind like like it's just about like you can take like the same situation and like if you're negative you could either you could be like Oh, did I, like I should just give up, whatever. But like with that kind of mindset, it's like, okay, like how do I solve that problem? You know what I mean? It's almost like uh, it's a instead of like, oh, that's a problem, I'm, I'm done. Versus it's more like, oh, here's an opportunity to fix a problem, kind of thing. Or it's just like, it, if you're positive, then other positive people want to be around you. If you're negative, then the negative people come. Okay. But if negative people don't want to be around positive people because it makes them feel, you know what I mean? It's like it's all like you do attract your own energy. Just yeah. like how you act, yeah. you kind of get back.
1: Yeah. That's like the term vibrations. It's like when you say that you don't vibe with someone, it's like, oh, I don't like their vibe. It's because like they're vibrating at a different level than you are. Like let's say if you're a positive person and you're like, you feel really good with your life and you're confident and stuff. And then you meet someone who's like totally not on that level as you, like their vibrations aren't radiating the same as you are. And that's why you're like, I don't vibe with that person because you just aren't on the same energy level as them at all. So I don't know. Yeah, I it's know. all.
0: Around. I completely get agree with that. Yeah, and with the with the name, like, where where does the name come
1: from? The name came around. from my tattoo. I'll <laughs> show it on the camera. That says yeah. "Reborn," and um, that came from the song by like Kid Cudi, Kid See Ghost, Reborn.
0: Oh yeah, oh really, from <laughs> yeah. that song. I, I like that song, it's a really yeah. good song.
1: I'm so, I'm so reborn. <laughs> yeah, I keep on that song. Um, it was because my brother and I went through a very like tough time, I would say like five years mm-hmm. ago, four years ago, it was a while now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both were in the car and the first song that came onto the car was Reborn and In that moment, my brother and I kind of realized like we don't have to be the past. Like we can be what's coming up in the future and we can make like a new reality for ourselves. And nobody says that the life you have right now is the life you're stuck with forever. Like you can change it at any time you want. You don't have to be miserable forever. Um, And so I guess in that moment we realized, fuck it. Like let's just create a new reality. Like let's start fresh, let's do good. Then the next day we went and got it tatted on our hands <laughs> like a matching oh, that's tattoo. That's
0: awesome. I and didn't know that, I didn't know that story.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't honestly now that I think about it. But Yeah, I'm going to think about you every
0: time I hear that song now.
1: yeah, now you're just going <laughs> And and nobody like a lot of people from my brand didn't know it. they they had no clue that like it was associated with the song. They're like, "Oh my god, I love that song." And I'm like, "Well, there you go. Yeah. But that was when I was searching for a name for my brand, I was thinking, and then I was like, what if I just called it Reborn? And then I was like thinking I wanted it to be a community of people. So then I was like Reborn Club. And then that's kind of where it came. Because at the end of the day, I want Reborn Club to be something that is like supports your self-growth and your betterment journey. And it tries to support the idea that once again, you aren't stuck where you are you have the ability to change your life and to create that new reality and essentially to like be reborn. You can be a whole yeah. new person. There's a rebirth process. So that's like, I mean, it all, I mean, it your all. Your whole
0: story proves that. Like we went through your whole like process, of, like were you talking about what you used to eat and then you became a trainer and then you got fired and now you have like, yeah, you changed. Different
1: the, lives. I like how yeah. I shed different skins. And yeah. it just goes, to, like you're not stuck anywhere. I wasn't stuck eating chicken fingers and chicken Caesar salad wraps like even though I love to <laughs> eat those things now I totally eat my vegetables and I live a healthy lifestyle like you aren't mm-hmm. ever stuck where you are.
0: Yeah no exactly I, I all, all they have to do is listen to you talk and then they realize that you can change your life at any point in your life no matter if yeah you're you're struggling with weight or if like yeah you get fired because like i'm sure a lot of people are, are feeling that right now like some people are still in the ineffective it's just like ever since the pandemic hit they've been kind of like swooped down and they, they might be still like in that yeah. and it's just like yeah it's important to realize obviously thing a lot of things are closed and like we're trying to like slowly things are opening up so but again yeah you're not stuck you can um you can manifest <laughs> you can just try changing that mindset with with all the things that like with your business stuff is like like you just taught yourself through YouTube, like all these like things or like you read books. Like, how did you um, learn how to do because like you' coming, you never did like started like a business in retail selling t like clothing and stuff. So what did that?
1: Yeah, information- it was just YouTube. It was YouTube and TikTok. I don't think that people realize how much free information is on the internet. Oh, like, they think you're supposed to do lessons. They think I have, like, a guru. And I'm like, no, I literally just spend my time on YouTube. Like, you can spend your time on YouTube watching freaking, I don't know, like, people getting pranked. Or you can spend yeah. your time on YouTube, like, actually... Like learning something new and finding people who do the things that you want to yeah. do, and like you can learn from YouTube. It just depends what route you want to take. If you want to waste your time or oh. if you want to use it towards something good. So I always like that's where I learned every. I learned how to make a shirt. I learned what equipment to buy. I learned how to make a website. I learned how to like market. I learned it all from YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. No,
0: I didn't even realize it was like that was a thing because on YouTube before I think I was just watching like basketball highlights But like literally anybody that's watched my like my when I used to make like workout videos and stuff all of it's YouTube The people was like oh do you take like a course like you in videography did us like I was like just YouTube bro I was like I literally was like YouTube like what apps to use to like make videos And then like I just type in like how do I do this effect 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 and even right now like this podcast thing i was like what's a good microphone what's a good camera mm-hmm. what's a good like how do you cut clips there's like everything just youtube
1: yeah People, know, like, it,
0: like, you can do like online seminars and all these things and sometimes they can be structured but if you're just looking for specific information on how to do certain things youtube
1: it, it, it like youtube is literally so helpful and it has all the free information that you would normally have to pay in an ebook for mm-hmm. um and you can if you just know how to search it and you have the patience you can Get so yeah. much out of YouTube, a oh, free so website. Yeah, also.
0: it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is not a sponsor. Yeah. It's not an ad. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, this is sponsored by <laughs> by YouTube. I would. But uh, yeah, I want. I'm gonna. We'll wrap it up there because I don't want to take too much of your time. I appreciate you uh, giving me your time, coming on. The, I know you're a busy, busy person. It's okay. It's okay. She's got a little more planning to do. I'm definitely ordering a pair of those joggers. Though. I'm gonna be wearing them. I'm gonna be wearing them in my next. Po- well, maybe not my next pod, but like my next next pod. I'm gonna do like a little spin around, show the booty, everything. Oh, yeah. good they're
1: really comfortable. <laughs> they're really, they're really, really comfortable. Yeah.
0: I, you're a gym goer i know you're gonna make it comfortable
1: yeah i'm not gonna make know. no itchy sweats like they're they're uh, luxurious they're nice i
0: know you know so give out give out your socials that people should follow you on just to keep track yeah. of you so
1: um my instagram is life with Tove, and my um instagram for reborn club is reborn um and then on tiktok it's the same thing reborn Um, I think that's all the socials I have. Oh, my YouTube is it's Toba. We just hit. uh, Oh, we're almost at two thousand subscribers. So that's awesome. And we just applied. Yeah, we just got accepted to monetize. So now my next videos, I can start monetizing from it. So we're making some moves. Um, so if you guys want to check me out there, then please you're yes. welcome too.
0: Please do, please do go follow on everything. The link for your for your website is just on your Instagram too, right? Yeah,
1: it's just www.rebornclubco.com. Yeah. If you search okay. up reborn club on Google, you'll find it there
0: too. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So I, I definitely want to have you on again on the podcast. Like, you're on a whole new province now. We didn't really talk about that. But, like, you can come back on. Talk about after it's been more of a time that you've experienced being over there. Yeah. And then, also at this point, at that point, you probably will be, maybe, you'll have to, hopefully, you'll have time for me. You might be, like, this huge, like, mobile no. business. No. And, like, I won't, might not have time for me anymore. No. <laughs> but hope I can squeeze, like, maybe, like, 10 minutes and get, like, some words from you.
1: I mean, 20, minutes, 20 minutes, 20
0: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know your business is going to do great. You're Like I said, you're you're strong physically, mentally, and just hearing you talk with your, your whole new, pers- well, I'd say a new perspective on life, but like your perspective on life, you're going to do great things.
1: Thank, Thank you.
0: On the podcast, don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, and peace out. I'm so, I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Ain't no stress on me, Lord.